Good morning, everybody. So um, I want to talk to you today about, can you hear me properly? Yes, yes, right. Um, I want to talk to you today about being a glory carrier. Um, when I say being a glory carrier, I mean that we carry the power and the presence of God. And I believe that in this season, um, God wants to use us to release his power. At the beginning of the year, I believe Pastor Andy said that uh, we are in a Kairos moment. And I believe that um, in this specific season, God is looking for people to use. And um, it is time for us to come and carry his glory to the people around us. Um, so... As I said, being a glory carrier, when I say that, I, um, I'm thinking about the power that we carry and the presence of God. And when I say the presence of God, I mean um, the fact that we have Jesus in us um, but and that we are to reflect his likeness and his behaviors and attributes to the people around us. So if we go to Acts chapter 1, uh, verse 8, so um, Jesus said that, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be witnesses. Oh, sorry. I'll just give it a minute then. Um, so Acts 1, verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be my witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. So we know that when we come to Christ, the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of us. The Holy Spirit come and equip us to do the work of God. And we are here to spread the good news of Jesus Christ to people around us. And as we see here in this verse, it starts in Jerusalem. So I believe what is our Jerusalem? Our families, our homes, our friends. We are here to carry the glory of God to our own Jerusalem our workplaces, and our communities. I believe that it is time to be intentional, intentional to be about God, God's business. We, we sang um, sometimes that song that says, um, lead me in your love to those around me. I believe that it is time for God to, to well, for us to tune into the, the power and the Holy Spirit to say, God, where do you want me to release your power? God, where can I help? Where, where is... is where is the need? Where is the need, Lord God? Um, and I believe, actually, our Jerusalem, sometimes it can only just be church. Sometimes when we come in the morning, Sunday morning, sometimes there, there is people around us who have a need. And we should say, God, where, where can I go? To who can I go um, to release your love, your encouragement, your, your grace, your goodness this morning? And I said that because I remember that one morning I came to church and I was sort of really sad because I fell down the steps with my son and he was just limping in the morning. And I remember being here in worship and I was really troubled. And literally that specific morning, Fuller, Gracie and Danielle came to me at the very back of the church. I believe they sit here normally, but they came all the way to the back and they came to say good morning to me and it just released that pressure over me. So that need that I had, Lord God, I'm troubled at this very moment. But God said, no, I actually, 
just tune in into the worship, it's fine. Just re and they're just literally relief that thing off of me because they were obedient to God, what has said to them. They never come to me during, prayer, during worship. But that specific morning, they came to, to, to literally release that power from God to me. Um, sorry. Um, so when we say that we carry God's power, we also mean that basically where I go, Jesus comes with me. Where we go, Jesus comes with us. When we come to church, but then also when we release to our workplace, our families, our friends, our communities, when I come, well, Jesus is with me. So maybe we should just be aware, Lord God, okay, where there is a need. Well, actually, if there is somebody sick, Lord God, please use me. If I need to pray for somebody, Lord God, let me go and pray for that person. If you want me to release your healing, Lord God, let, I'm free. I'm available. Use me. Use me, Lord God. So when we are here with Jesus, we know that sickness cannot stay. We shift the atmosphere. If the atmosphere was not a godly atmosphere, well, actually, no, because we walk into the room, we decide that, no, this is the atmosphere for God to dwell in, for people to be, to be free for people to be free. We said in 2 Corinthians 3, 17. 2 Corinthians 3, 17. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and when the, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. When we bring the Spirit with us, when we enter a room, we shift the atmosphere, not because of who we are, but because of what we carry the Holy Spirit, but depression has to leave, restoration has to take place. I'm reminded of that verse in Acts 19, where we see Paul, I believe he comes to Tyrannus, Tyrannus, I'm not quite sure how you say this one, but he just <laughs> comes and uh, first thing he does, he just spreads the Holy Spirit, well, he just shared Jesus with people and he said, you have to receive the Holy Spirit. Then he shares with, he spreads the word and he shares with people he teaches, but also we read, and God worked unusual miracle by the ends of Paul. Paul was so filled with power, with the Holy Spirit, that literally, if you read the passage, you will see they took literally handkerchiefs and garments out of his robe and they brought it to people so that they can be um, healed. Sorry, they brought it to the sick so they could be healed and to the demon possessed so that they can be free. And I'm not saying that we're going to go around and spread our robes, but what I'm saying is... This is the power we have. If God, you want to use me, let it flow. Let it flow. We are here. We're available wherever we go. Um, so I believe as well, we, um, having said that, we, it's that prayer to say like maybe every morning we have to pray that God give me that compassion for others. Father God, let me see the needs wherever I go. Where is the need? And I'm sure that God will answer that prayer to us. Okay, you want to be used. Well, there you go. This is your opportunity. Spread the word. Spread the love. Spread Jesus Christ. And I'm not. maybe sometimes it's not going to go to people and say, well, Jesus loves you, or even though we have to do that. But sometimes just that kindness, just that encouragement, this is how people are going to come to Christ because of what we carry, who we represent. So when we, talk, um, when we think about carrying God's glories, like, okay, how do I do that? Uh, more practical questions. And I believe that the first thing 
we have um, gifts and talents that can be used. God give, gives us gifts and talents and then he equips us in season um, to be his hand and his feet on this earth. But the part I really want to focus on is more like an individual part. So what do I need to do on my side, um, Lord God? How can I be a representative of your kingdom? How can I be your ambassador in an effective way? And it reads in 2 Corinthians 3.18, the second verse um, after the one we read earlier, 2 Corinthians 3.18, but we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So we are to represent Christ, we are to be transformed in his likeness. When people see us, if I look in a mirror, I need to see the glory of the Lord. I need to see Jesus when I look into a mirror. So that's what people need to see about us as well. But then it got me thinking, okay, so I need to reflect Jesus Christ. I need to be um, like him. I need to be transformed to his likeness. But how is Jesus? And I remember asking that question to the Momentum group, and they were coming up with all those good answers. Is loving, is kind, and all the things. And I said, yeah, it's true, but how about holy? How about holy? First Peter 1, 16, he said, You shall be holy, for I am holy. I believe that we have a responsibility towards holiness in this season, if we want to be used by God, I believe that we have that responsibility towards holiness. We have been washed in the blood. When we came to Jesus Christ, we have been washed in the blood. And by living a holy life, not only we represent Christ, but we set an example and we bring glory to God. I know that holiness is not really something that is really trendy or something that the world is spreading around. Um, but I believe that is the standard by which God wants us to live. It is hard, it's true, but this is the standard that God wants us to live by. Um, I believe to be an effective glory carrier, we cannot be entangled to the things of the world, to the things of the flesh. So by walking in the Spirit, the Holy Spirit will help us walking in holiness and this will come with sacrifice. Gal I'm, I'm not sure, I don't believe it's going to come up on that, but Galatians 5 gives us some example of what, is the things of what are the things of the flesh. Sexual immorality, senseless arguments, jealousy, angriness, anger, sorry, sorry, <laughs> anger, and controlled addictions, wild parties, and all similar behaviors. By walking in the Spirit, we will harvest the fruit, well, we will um, grow the fruit of the Spirit, which are love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. And when we think about it, this is what God wants to, uh, what the people want to see. Who don't want to be somebody kind, somebody nice, somebody full of joy, somebody peaceful? Especially when we stress, right? So, because it's really like me. Um, so I believe that this is what we are to display, the fruit of the Spirit, when we are being the hands and feet of Jesus Christ. 
And I believe that God will tell us exactly how and what, how to behave and how to react in specific situations. If you ask God, how can I be your hands and feet today? It will tell you exactly, this is the person you need to go to and this is what you need to do. Encourage them, just love them, be kind to them. This is what he's gonna tell us. And I believe as well that with holiness, um, I was, um, I, I remember when I came to Christ, I was like, holiness, no, it's something that we leave, we leave to the pastors or the priests. <laughs> That's not for me. That's something we leave to the, to the pastors of the priests, the, the ones that are in leadership. But God said, no, actually, how about you? You are, caused as well. you are called to spread the word. You are called to be kind to people. You are called to be my hands and feet. How about you? And I rem um, last Friday, as I was re reflecting on this the, whole, the past whole two weeks, um, Last Friday, we had like a company meeting, and I remember the director said to everybody, please, we have um, some customers and some um, contractors who complain because there is too much swearing in the business. Please, it doesn't reflect a good thing on the business. You need to stop. And I was convinced. I was like, how about us then? All the things that we do that does not reflect Jesus Christ. How about the church? Yeah. How about us? Yeah. This is not reflecting Jesus Christ. This doesn't look good on God. The Bible tells us in Matthew 5, 14, that we are the light and the salt. Matthew 5, 14, we are the light and the salt of this world. But if the salt loses his, its saltiness, how can it be made salty? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. We are the light and the salt of this world. We cannot be entangling ourselves with the things of the flesh anymore. We chose, when we said, Jesus Christ, I love you, I want you into my heart, we chose to die to ourselves. We have to sacrifice. We have to sacrifice, church. There is, I heard that statement that says, radical discipleship demonstra demonstrates renunciation. What are we willing to renounce? for the glory of God. And I'm not saying God is not gonna use us because we, we are, I'm not saying that because God uses whoever he wants, it is God. And I'm not gonna say any other thing, but I do believe that when we take part in the things of the flesh as well as the things of the spirit, it's literally, it's not possible. There is one thing we will be able to focus on, but the other, the, not on the other one. It's just, it, it just gets really complicated, it's like, if I want to catch a ball, if I say, God, okay, use me, but then God is here, and I'm, sorry, see, if say, God is here, but I'm positioning myself here, how am I going to catch what God wants me to say? I need to be in position. I need to be um, ready to respond. Um, when we come to Christ, we should renounce something because we are first being transformed before we can we can get before we are being transformed. We can before sorry we can go and be released to the world. The work works in the work of God starts in us, and then when we get that revelation, it is easier for us to go and go and to go and it's easier for us to go to others. Sorry. So if we are first are to be transformed, 
Will we allow God to transform us? We sang, we, I think we sang it this morning, isn't it? Father God, I surrender. I surrender everything. Every crown, Lord God, I surrender. I make room for you. I make room, Lord God. What will we renounce for the glory of Christ? Sometimes it's just as un- things are as unforgiveness. Maybe to others, but maybe to ourselves as well. We have to put it under the blood. So yeah, as I said, Matthew 6, 24 reflects the fact that I said, no one can serve two masters. For you either hate one and love the other, or you will be devoted to one and despise the other. It's not possible for us to do both. It's not possible for us to have one one foot here and one foot there. I believe that if the line is in the middle, we have to take a stand. We have to choose our camp. 2 Timothy 2 Verse 3-4, you therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself, engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of his this life, that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. We have to disconnect from worldly situation. And we have to live by, by the standard of holiness. It is hard. It's going to be hard to our flesh, but it is a requirement. Second Timothy 2, verse 19 to 22. Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stand firm, sealed with the inscription, The Lord knows who are his. And everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. In a large house, there are articles not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some are for special purposes and some are for common use. Those who are clean, who cleansed themselves from the latter will be instruments for special, special purposes, made holy, useful to the master, and prepared to do any work. Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. We are to change. The things that Jesus freed us from, we can't go back to. We have to take a stand today and choose. This is a very particular season. As Um, As I said, Pastor Renzi shared, this is a Kairos moment. We all have a part to play. God is looking for people to use. Um, We need to sacrifice the things that are holding us back or pleases our flesh. We need to be intentional about going higher because God is looking for laborers. We need to be intentional about creating an atmosphere where God can meet us for the greatness he has assigned to us. We have to take hold of the anointing and be ready to disappoint some people in the process. They want the old you, but the old you is dead. This is only the new you, the one that is ready to be used by God, the one that is ready to be released and show the love of Christ. There are friends we cannot carry to the next season. There are habits, addictions, lifestyle, behaviors we cannot carry because they don't reflect the likeness of Christ. 
When we come to Christ, there is change. It can be gradual or instant, depending on um, how it happened, but there is change. Change happens when we come to Christ. We are to become more and more like Christ. If I want to be his hand and his feet, I need to be like him. I need to reflect him. As I said, we, um, it, it will be hard. We will have to sacrifice. And I guess it's, it's really, I think it's really critical for us. It, it's time to shut down the distraction of this world. Because basically, the, this world will tell us to follow our heart desires. Like, it's going to bring you happiness. But this is not happiness we're looking for. We're looking for joy. Because joy is the fruit of the Spirit. And if, I'm, if I have joy, well, even if I'm in the middle of the storm, I have joy. Yes. I have joy. Yes. I don't need happiness. I want joy. Are we hungry for glory? When the world sees us now, will they see Jesus Christ? Are we ready to be released and do the work of God? Jesus is calling. Jesus is saying, it's time to spread your wo my word. It's time to go to the people. Let's be ready to stand upon God's truth, about good who God says we are. If God wants us to be holy... This is what we need to do. If God wants us to forgive, let's do that. If God wants us to listen to what he has to say, let's tune in. Let's tune in to his, to his Holy Spirit. We may have People may mock us. People may reproach us. May people may say, oh, you've changed. You're a bit weird. Well, that's fine. I can take that. <laughs> I can take that because when I think about what Jesus freed me for, from, that's fine. I get, you can mock me, it's fine, because he's been mocked, and he's been way more than mocked for me to be free. Amen. The last thing I want to sh share with you and declare over you will be Isaiah 59, 21. As for me, this is my covenant with them, says the Lord. My spirit who is on you will not depart from you. And my words that I have put in your mouth will always be on your lips and on the lips of your children and on the lips of, your, of their descendants from this time and forever, says the Lord. Arise and shine, for your light has come and the spirit of the Lord is upon you. Arise and shine, for your light has come and the spirit of the Lord is upon you. I pray over us all in Jesus' name.